Welcome to the Shiny Mac Show. My name is Shiny Mac. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Now, as you know, we're supposed to have three branches of government here in America. The executive, the legislative, and the Judge Judy. Wait, that, that can't be right, can it? I'm sorry, Mr. Dunick. I, I, I should have paid better attention. What, what was it, guys? Oh, judicial. Oh, judicial, not Judge Judy. Okay, that, uh, that must have been a typo. Right, 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 judicial. Okay. Now, the most esteemed judges in our system are obviously the panel of judges on American Idol. But second to Katie, Lionel, and Luke is the United States Supreme Court. It's like American Idol, but the seasons last a lifetime. With the recent retirement of Justice Stephen Breyer, President Biden appointed to fill his seat D.C. Circuit Court Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Now, Judge Jackson's confirmation hearings began yesterday and continued today before the Senate Judiciary Committee with every member, including prominent Republicans, making one thing very clear. Now, what should this hearing be and what should it not be? Well, you've heard a number of members on the Republican side of the aisle quite clear on what it should not be. This will not be a political circus. This will not be the kind of character smear that, sadly, our Democratic colleagues have gotten very good at. There are two standards going on here. If you're an African-American conservative woman, you're fair game to have your life turned upside down, to be filibustered no matter how qualified you are. And if you express your faith as a conservative, all of a sudden you're an effing nut. And we're tired of it. And it's not going to happen to you. But it just appalls me that we can have such a system in America that if a conservative woman wants to stand out and say, I love my family just as much as you love yours, and my faith means just as much to me as it does you, that all of a sudden there comes some kind of weirdo. You know, this stuff needs to stop. Our people deserve better respect, and I hope when this is over, people will say you were at least well-treated, even if we don't agree with you. Oh, thank God. I hate it when these things are a circus. You know what? Good on you guys. Seriously. She's widely understood to be very qualified, and her seat doesn't shift the balance of the court as it stands right now. So just hit her with some substance, hit her with some facts, but most importantly, make sure you're fair. Everybody's favorite Southern Belle knows just how to do that. Uh, there was very glowing praise of uh, you as a person, a good friend. Uh, you have a wonderful family. You should be proud, and your faith matters to you. What faith are you, by the way? Senator, I am um, Protestant. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Non-denominational. Okay. Could you fairly judge a Catholic? Do you believe in the Jesus? I want to be totally appropriate here, but are you a religious bigot? Oh, okay, Senator. Um, interesting line of questioning there. Uh, would you maybe like to put that another way? So, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how faithful would you say you are in terms of religion? You know, I go to church probably three times a year, so that speaks poorly of me. Are you like a real Christian, or are you one of them Episcopalians? Like, say, where are you on the scale of seeing Jesus in your soup to speaking in tongues? I'm so bad, I only go three times a year. I go on Easter because I like the candy. I go on Christmas because I love the songs. And once a year, I go to a funeral just to rub it in the dead guy's face. 
<laughs> hey, check it out. I'm not dead. You're dead. All right, Senator, you have been heard on this particular topic. Would anyone perhaps like to fundraise on the back of a bullshit culture war issue? How about the creepiest guy in the Senate, Ted Cruz? I know you know how to make some magic here. You were there with, with former Senator Doug Jones, uh, and we discussed how he and I and a number of other senators had for, for two different years participated in reading aloud on the Senate floor uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s letter from a Birmingham jail. Oh, gosh. This, this isn't going to end well. Ted, you never stick the landing on this. Anytime anyone starts a conversation with a black woman by praising Martin Luther King, it never goes well. All right, Ted, let's see what you got. There are portions of this book that, that, that I find really quite remarkable. One portion of the book says babies are taught to be racist or anti-racist. There is no neutrality. Another portion of the book, they recommend to babies confess when being racist. Do you agree with this book that is being taught with kids that babies are racist? Senator, <laughs> I love everything about that clip. From the poor staffer who has to clumsily switch out giant pictures of baby racist propaganda on an easel, to Ted Cruz's dry sarcasm at the end, which falls completely flat. To Judge Jackson's response, which is oh, so perfect. The only way you can respond in a conversation with Ted Cruz about racist babies is by doing exactly that. <sighs> Jesus Christ, I can't believe this is what I have to do to be on the Supreme Court. Woosa. No, Senator. I don't believe white babies are racist. So the fight, by Supreme Court standards, is going to be incredibly tame. Judge Jackson will field questions covering the whole spectrum of issues, ranging from the perfectly legitimate to whatever Ted Cruz was just trying to do there. She will respond with as much non-controversial vagueness as she can. Her nomination will then be confirmed in the Senate Judiciary Committee, and she'll then be confirmed by the whole floor of the Senate in a party-line vote. Then she'll go on to the Supreme Court, where she'll be part of a 6-3 to three voting minority. Well, my, all of that may be true for the rest of us. It's not true for everyone, because some of us have very, very long memories when it comes to fights over the court. Supreme Court confirmations were not always controversial. In fact, Bushrod Washington, when nominated to the Supreme Court in 1798, was confirmed the very next day. So what changed? Well, what changed is starting in the 1960s and the 1970s, the Supreme Court's role in our society changed dramatically. The Supreme Court became a policy-making body rather than a merely judicial body. It is only one side of the aisle, the Democratic aisle, that went so into the gutter with Judge Robert Bork that they invented a new verb to bork someone. It is only one side of the aisle that with Justice Clarence Thomas was so reprehensible that as 
The president who nominated him, President George Herbert Walker Bush, wrote at the time, quote, what's happening to Clarence Thomas is just plain horrible. I thought that was the right answer with Judge Alito. When they made a big deal about some group he was in that had views that he didn't agree with and tried to call him basically a racist. And then most of the members of this committee remember the confirmation hearing of Brett Kavanaugh. One of the lowest moments in the history of this committee. Ah, there it is. That's what this is really all about. Judge Jackson, this isn't about you. This is part of a five-decade ideological project to undo over a century of rulings by the federal bench. There is an entire infrastructure dedicated entirely to remaking the court in its ideological image. Its members claim to be the rightful stewards of the Constitution and insist that rulings that they don't like are tearing away at the fabric of this great country, while rulings they do like are upholding the pillars of freedom and democracy. Now, this fight would not matter so much if we were less polarized or even if Congress did not abdicate its constitutional responsibility to do everything from create federal budgets to declare war. But because so many of our systems have fully or partially collapsed, every judicial nominee feels like a titanic struggle for the future of this great country. Because unfortunately, one of these times, it just might be. That's our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Please be sure to like our videos on YouTube and subscribe to our channel. You can also download the podcast on all the major platforms. And if you think we've earned it, please leave us a review on your podcast app of choice. We're back tomorrow night at 9 with an all-new episode of The Shawnee Mac Show. Until then, have a great night. Hey, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you like what we're doing here, the best way to support the show is to become a premium subscriber, which you can do at the top link right down there in the description. As a premium Shiny Mac Show subscriber, you'll get the full video and audio versions of every episode early and ad-free. That's before anyone else gets it and without me asking you to do stuff like I am right now. Plus, you'll get exclusive behind-the-scenes content, a weekly Q&A with me where you can ask me anything and I'll answer it, and premium subscribers get exclusive discounts on all our future merchandise as well as discounts on tickets to all of our future live shows. It really is the best way to support the show and keep it going. Again, that's at the top link right down there in the description. Do it and I will love you forever.